Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast, August 19th, one of Star Trek's biggest icons, or celebrity fans, or both, will be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. quote is read by Star Trek Discovery actor Blue Del Barrio. To be different is not necessarily to be ugly. To have a different idea is not necessarily to be wrong. The worst possible thing would be for all of us to begin to look and talk and act and think alike. What a great quote. And I'd like to welcome back our guest host this week, Rekha Sharma. Uh, Rekha, how does this quote resonate with you as, as Blue reads it? Uh, I could cry right now. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It really is. And uh, it's crazy to me that that we all have these concepts, that we're, we're sold these pictures of what people should look like, of what we should think and how we should behave, that is unfortunately mostly dictated by, you know, the male white gaze. Mm-hmm at least we're coming to some sort of realization about that these days. I don't know how deep the realization will go, but it is such an incredibly limited point of view. And it is absolutely ridiculous. Can you imagine if every flower looked the same? Yeah. If every tree mm. was, was exactly the same, it would just, it, it makes zero sense. And when you look at what's beautiful in the world, why humans should think that we should all be some carbon copies of one another and all, uh, you know, would you expect a tiger to act the same way as a turtle? Like, how fucked up is that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can really see how heavy. I mean, I feel your empathy, right? I can feel it through the wires, this Mm -hmm. quote and its effect on you. And it's actually a beautiful thing that you're an open person to feeling things still, you know? I mean, it, it really is. And I can't, I mean, obviously, I agree with you because we can look at different cultures all across this globe and see what is considered beautiful over here would be considered something terrible and ugly mm-hmm. over here. So it's really all just perspective, yeah. isn't it? And I, I just want to throw in, I thought it was interesting a couple, like, last month that... um. You know, the Kardashians have kind of set the standard for right now, and um, that'll change. There's always in people, by the way, so I don't mean to pick on them necessarily. But I thought it was interesting that Khloe Kardashian had a meltdown when a picture went up on her that wasn't exactly what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's that's the trap of mm-hmm. creating an image-based world where it's not actually about who you are and what you really are. It is simply the airbrushed image. Yeah. And um, I thought it was also interesting that she 
didn't have, because she seems like a smart girl, uh, Chloe, and she didn't have the wherewithal to connect it to, oh, and maybe she could have wrote a great think piece, and maybe I see my responsibility right. in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have loved to see that connection there, and who knows, maybe that essay will come from them down the line, because I can't fault them, man. They hit pop culture, they hit the zeitgeist. That's an amazing thing, but then it becomes a monster unto its own mm-hmm. if we consider everything that does not look like that ugly, per this quote. Trent? You know, and this quote really speaks to the notion of the other, uh, how we sometimes associate other with negative, with bad, with wrong. Uh, When I was younger, uh, when you said something was gay, that's so gay, that was a negative. Like, you know, that was the worst thing you could think of in a negative terms, then you'd say that's so gay. And, And that's kind of like what this quote is speaking to, that that is wrong like that that like and what reka mentioned earlier about like how terrible would it be if every flower looked the same like that is such a beautiful way of putting it because when you look at the variety of plant life of animal life of skin color of music of literature of whatever like the the differences are what make the, the exploration more exciting, more fun, more enriching. It helps us to grow. Like this is how we learn from things that are not like us or that we're not used to. And to take that a step further, it's actually a necessity for, mm-hmm. for the survival of the planet. Mm-hmm. Like you need, I, I wish I knew science. Biodiversity, you need biodiversity. Yeah. You need it, otherwise things will die. Mm-hmm. That's right, on the vine. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh my God. You, and we live in this era where, you know, uh, it's so much about confirmation bias and where people, you know, everybody who's left stays left and everybody who's right stays right. right and mm-hmm. and God forbid we should have uh, friendships with people who think differently than us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, yeah. even yeah. people romantically, they often only come together with people who like, think the same thing and like the same stuff. And it's like, you wonder why your relationship gets like dead and boring after yep. a while. Well, yeah. how, how uncomfortable have we become with the other, like with, we've just become like so safe and confined in our thought process. Right. It can make homogenous discourse too. When yeah. we all think like that, mm-hmm. because I was uh, speaking with a guy friend of mine about Naomi Osaka and her choice to leave the French Open to protect her mental health. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, yes, but this sports and this is the way it's done and it has to be done. And I was like, but we're talking about a 20 something and my 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 joy for them, my joy for the kids today is they aren't doing what I had to do. I had to get within the system of Hollywood and then try to circumvent it in my own way. They're creating a whole new yeah. system, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's a beautiful thing. And I don't I don't begrudge them that, you know? I try to stay with it in terms of, I don't get caught up in, but I didn't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I think that. And then I go, but how beautiful is it that they can start making these changes of thought and that they've introduced things um, and and are making people comfortable with different pronouns. Because even if that's something you're not used to and you didn't grow up saying, so what? Get over it. Yeah, get over it. And it's a new thing for you. And, you know, teach your old dog some new tricks. And it's simply respect for other people. That's all it is. You know, what you what you just said, Rachel, kind of resonated with me in terms of like, so I think about like when I was a young gay teenager, I wasn't out. 
I didn't fully acknowledge it. And I just kept it hidden. And now when I see young, young people on TikTok in particular, uh, there was a trend where, where uh, men were wearing skirts and painting their nails. And it's just what they want to do and they're doing it and they're doing it happily and it they're getting likes and they're getting reshare and it's just like i can't imagine what that must have been like what that must have been like because that was something that was not even remotely in the realm of my uh possibility at the time i mean sure i could have but it, it's just it's just very different now when you see how brave and bold younger people are about not uh, adhering to these old mores and the old ways, and they're just going to do it. And that's it. And I love it. <laughs> they're embracing their individuality as opposed to conforming, which is what my generation was like, conform, get in, do it. Da, da, yep. da, da, da. So yep. it's pretty exciting to see what's happening in the world right now, even if it takes me a second to catch up sometimes. The thing that resonated with me about this quote, again, is if you think about the 50 plus years that we've had of Star Trek, if every single series was exactly the same, we would not be talking about Star Trek right now. Uh, and that's what I love about this franchise is that they're all different. It's still the world of Star Trek and there's still like this framework that that is the Star Trek world. But when you think about the original series was the classic that started it all. Next Generation very episodic. The episodes are very self-contained. You can watch them out of order and still enjoy them. Uh, I mentioned in an earlier podcast, Deep Space Nine is very political. Uh, it's about war and it's about religion. Uh, Enterprise was, uh, Voyager was the, the mankind on the far-flung other side of the universe just traveling home and everything was brand new. It was all new Trek stuff that they were experiencing. Then you get Enterprise, which was like the prequel. And then you get Discovery, which kind of reboots the prequel and then shoots us 900 years into the future. It's all so exciting because it's all so different. That is another thing that resonated with me when uh, I read this quote. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, um, to wrap it up, it kind of reminds me of that Twilight Zone episode where the girl's going in, you know, for surgery to look yeah. like she's ugly. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. ugly. Yeah. And then, you know, the very end of the episode is the doctors and everyone who are doing the surgery literally have these mangled pig faces. Yeah. And because to them, that is beautiful. Yeah. In that of, society, that mangled pig face is beautiful, but yep. the perfect look is the ugly thing. So it's really just perception, and perception yep. can be shifted. Great, great point. That's one of my favorite uh, Twilight Zone episodes. Fantastic. I know. Any any last thoughts, Rika? No, I, I love that. Now, your heart at the beginning of this was so um, mm -hmm. deep, by the way. Like, I just love seeing humans who are still connected, right? Because... Yep. Because you could be just, oh, I'm an actress, actor, wrapped up in my, I'm just me. And that's the easier way to be, in a sense, in Hollywood, just wrapped up in yourself and your own ego. But it's so exciting to connect, especially on this podcast, with other people who are doing it, working in this business, but who also understand there is something bigger at play here. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think that's most of the actors I know are like myself, very empathetic with it's literally our art form is <laughs> an empathetic art form. That's mm -hmm. the main key to what we do. <laughs> yeah, like you have to be present to react in the moment and listen you in have a scene, to have right? For humanity to tell stories about humanity. <laughs> and then, and then you got to do some of the work, man. Like, uh, and, and don't judge yourself if you don't. You start to do the work and you don't get it right first off. 
first try. Yep. It's a process, man. Yep. Like we all, it's it's a little bit of ego to think I'm going to be perfect. Hey, man, something some the first some time. people Absolutely. operate that way, and it's it's a tough way to operate. I would rather just constantly be shot down by the reality <laughs> of the world and just be like, I am humble. I bow down. Yep. I, I thank you. That yep, what better way you. to end on that for this episode. So we're lucky enough to have Rekha for one more episode, Trent. Yes. Yeah. And if you would like to watch Blue read this quote, you can watch it on the Roddenberry social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 